0: Welcome back to the Quiet Mind Astrology Podcast. My name is Jeremy Devins, and this is the December 2023 monthly horoscope. And this is part of what I'll be sharing for all of 2024 in Mindful New Year. So you can go to mindfulnewyear.com right now and sign up for the live online workshop. It's also in person in Austin, Texas tomorrow from when I'm recording this, if you're in Austin But we'll also be online on 12-12-23. So we'll be talking about all of the transits for all of 2024, how to best work with them. There's a lot of cool stuff included in there, like a calendar to plan out for the year. Something you can just add to your own digital calendar so you see all the transits as they come up through the year. And we'll be doing some actual journaling and some work to review the past year, get present and plan for the next year. And I was just talking to somebody yesterday. I think this is the most important thing that I do in my life, and my business, is the visioning part of it and just clarifying like what I really want, what to focus on, because it makes every other decision so much easier. Because if something's not in alignment with what you want to be creating, then it's just much easier to say no to it. And if something is in alignment, it's much clearer to say yes to it. So I think it's a really important process for everyone to do. I love sharing it. This is the sixth year now of sharing Mindful New Year based on things I've been using for much longer than that because uh, I like to just know before the year starts, when are the retrogrades, when are the big transits. Then when things come up, you can adapt to them. So it's not about necessarily having every day of your life planned out perfectly, but to have a clearer direction and a clearer map of like auspicious dates, inauspicious dates, and to know that you always have control. You always have free will. Like it's not that it's fated and that certain days are always going to be bad for everybody. But when you know the optimal times, you can work with those. And now in this podcast, we're going to talk about the optimal timings throughout December 2023 in the 10 most significant transits happening this month. And the first one is on Wednesday, December 6th, where Neptune goes direct in Purva Bhadrapada which on the video I'm showing uh, Neptune on the top left in Pisces and Purva Bhadrapada, Neptune here shows that we can have a heightened intuition and greater spiritual insights during this transit over the next several months. This can be a favorable time for creative expression and artistic pursuits and there's great potential for increased compassion and empathy in our relationships and our connections with others. And there is a potential negative side to everything. There's always potential positive or negative. And if you notice you're going too far in the negative, you can start doing more things on the positive side. So in the challenges of Neptune and Prabhupada, there can be some overly idealistic thoughts or intentions. You can be prone to escapism, wanting to get out of the way things are uh, through substances, through distractions, through TV. And the word distraction, I think, is also important to mention here. You know, the opposite of distraction would be traction, where we are actually making progress on the things that matter to us. And what matters to us, well, we've gotta do some sort of visioning process to clarify that. That's what we'll do at Mindful New Year. Uh, but if there's some other way you like to do this, then highly recommend doing that in the next couple of weeks before 2023 ends there's a risk of confusion uh, in practical matters with this transit, and there's potential for over, emotional overwhelm or blurred boundaries with Neptune and Pisces over the next several months. So being aware of those things, you can focus on the more positive expression, the more creativity, more intuitive connection, more doing things that connect you to your intuition, like meditation or journaling or working with any divination tools that you like. And then the next significant transit in December is on December twelfth, and that's when the moon is a new moon in Jeshtha Nakshatra in Scorpio. So December twelfth, a good time for doing transformational work, regenerative work on that day. It's the ability to move forward and embrace change on this day and start to make new intentions so this is the day that i'll be hosting mindful new year online so great day for setting intentions and clarifying what you want especially because the next day after this mercury is going retrograde so it's more of a time of introspection and going back within when the mercury retrograde is happening we'll talk about that in a minute but again on december 12th uh, time for deepening your spiritual path a time where you can have profound insights There could be some fear or resistance to change, some difficulty in balancing action and reflection. Getting too introspective could be a risk here. So, you know, just being mindful of that. If it starts to feel like it's not fruitful anymore, just take a break or do something else. Uh, But generally, it's a good day for a lot of introspective kind of work. There could be an overemphasis on transformation that maybe makes you forget practical matters or neglect practical matters. You can feel overwhelmed or powerless at this time if you focus too much on things that are outside your control. But I always recommend you focus on the things that are within your control, which are mainly your thoughts and your actions. And the thoughts are shaped by your visions and your intentions. So, the intentions also are often shaped by your past experience and what you think is possible. And that's an important thing to consider too when you're setting intentions for anything. That the intention does not need to be shaped by what you thought was possible in the past or what you think is possible based on your past. That's often how they are and are shaped, though, by past experience. So there's a whole other paradigm of future self-orientation, which again we'll do at Mindful New Year, but the short version for here, whether you join with me or not, uh, is to Set your intentions from your future self and possibility rather than from your past self and what you've experienced thus far. Uh, because, yeah, there's practical limitations for everything, but there's also a lot more possible than we might think. And I've experienced so many layers of this in myself in my own life. that I can definitely say that's true. Next transit is on December 13th. Mercury goes retrograde in Purva Shada so it's in Sagittarius. And of course, Mercury retrograde happens about three times every year for about three weeks. Not the biggest deal. It's something that's easy to kind of tack on to, though, so you see a lot of astrology people kind of freak out about it. And I've tested this so many times and seen it with so many people that, yeah, it is generally not the best time for new technology things, like buying a new computer, a new phone. Uh, There may be some unforeseen issues with this where you need to go back and maybe you didn't transfer your files that you thought you did or maybe there's some miscommunications because mercury does represent our communication and our intellect but more so in this one it's in Sagittarius and throughout this year I've talked about the mercury retrograde cycles and all the signs they've been you can go through past episodes on that and the sort of pattern of the year but in the fire sign here, that it, in Sagittarius, where it's about ideals and values and philosoph- philosophy, philosophical ideals, that you're going back to things that you've learned from in the past that you can deepen your knowledge and wisdom with. So, this, I think a Mercury retrograde is a very positive thing in general, and everything can be positive. That it's a time to go back over lessons you've learned, relearn those lessons, deepen the knowledge, deepen and strengthen the neural pathways and do some deep introspection and self-reflection, which is great if you're in the Northern Hemisphere in the winter season. It's very natural to do that, especially if you're in a colder climate, So, want to be more internal, sit by the fireplace, review your journals, review the past year. Uh, So again, we'll, we'll be doing that at Mindful New Year, but it's good to be doing throughout December to some degree, reviewing your past and setting the stage for 2024 when Mercury will go direct before we hit the new year. Uh, or right into the new year. So, next transit is Sun moving into Sagittarius on December 16th. So, in the middle of December, now we get this shift of energy from Sun getting out of Scorpio, where we are highlighting deeper personal growth, deeper understanding of ourselves, and maybe some deeper psychological patterns have come to light. Now we go into Sun in Sagittarius, and this increased optimism. And this is a great thing that happens every year around the new year where people feel really optimistic about the new year and really want to set new intentions and resolutions. There's maybe uh, some desire to explore new ideas and new philosophies. This is generally favorable for travel and adventure and outdoor activities. And a lot of people do travel for the holidays. But keep in mind, Mercury is also retrograde here. So there may be some unexpected delays and things with it like this. So If you're going to be flying, like get early to the airport, make sure you've got all the things you need, like check your packing list or whatever. So just making a little extra certainty that uh, you've kind of crossed all your T's and dotted all your I's with any sort of contracts or travel issues or anything to do with uh, spiritual issues as well and learning and philosophy that there may be some things that you overlook at this time. So being mindful of that. But sun here could make you overconfident or arrogant. Do so you want to watch out for that? Especially if you get around family and they trigger old stuff and you get more reactive. Sun and Sagittarius can be more of this sort of arrogant side sometimes or thinking that you're right or that your opinion is the best or self-righteousness. These are all some things that can come out here with this. Uh, but overall, it is a great time for learning and growth next is on thursday december 21st we have the winter solstice which is not something you see astrologically as much but we see it in that the day in the northern hemisphere it's the shortest day of the year the longest night of the year and now we shift and start to move into longer days as the move to as we move towards the summer solstice in six months So this is a six-month cycle now coming to an end as the day has been getting shorter and shorter. The night's been getting longer and longer. So it's a good day for some sort of celebration of the past six months of what you've learned internally, December 21st, celebrating this new shift of energy, the return of the light, sometimes called, of moving into the longer days, symbolizing rebirth, renewal, and it is a time that we can really feel this shift of moving into a new phase, a new year, a new cycle. So the, the year in the calendar that we commonly use in the Western world is in some ways based on the uh, solstice and equinox because now as we go into the winter solstice, we begin the new year and the new season uh, in winter. So there's this shift of energies and it's very important to shift your diet and exercise routines as well. Ayurveda teaches that all diseases begin in the transition of the seasons. So it's very common that people get sick around this time, maybe a little bit after is when you feel the effects. And you want to notice the subtle energetic shifts first, like if there's any shifts in your bowel movements or digestion, digestion in general. That's a good first sign that there may be something shifting in your immune system because the immune system is largely correlated to your digestive system. And doing any sort of therapeutic practices like lymphatic drainage, massage, body work, all very favorable. And then shifting your diet with your climate. So if it's colder and drier, eating foods that are warm and have more moisture like soups are very favorable in the winter season. But it really depends on your climate. If you're in a tropical climate, this is different, not as extreme. But change your diet with the seasons to help your agni, your digestive fire, stay strong. These are all principles of Ayurveda, the sister science of Jyotish, of Vedic astrology, and the sister science of yoga. The yoga, asana, meditation, mudras, mantras, pranayama, all those things, which I teach in Quiet Mind Yoga, which is at quietmind.yoga, my website for all the yoga related things, where I also teach a lot more Ayurveda as well. And I did get <clears throat> some interest in Ayurveda, some sort of workshop or training, so that may be something I offer in 2024 as well. The next transit is Venus moves to Scorpio on December 24th. So Venus leaving its own sign of Libra, where it's very harmonious and good for improving relationships. Now moving into Scorpio, where it's good for going deeper into relationships, deeper vulnerability, deeper sharing, deeper psychology, exploring the depths of connection there. And there's opportunities for deep transformation in love and in your values. And exploring hidden desires and enhancing intimacy. Exploring things like Tantra or deeper aspects of sexuality and sensuality. Very favorable at this time. And I like Mentech Chia's work if you've never read him. Uh, it's a great resource on like Taoist sexual practices. This is very much Venus and Scorpio kind of stuff. Uh, tantra is a very much misused word in modern times. Uh, But there is red Tantra, which is more the sexual side of this. There's white Tantra, which is more of the just energetic exchange of partners. Uh, These are all things worth exploring. And then there's black Tantra, which is the dark side of this, uh, which we don't talk about. (laughs) Uh, But that's like using this kind of energy for negative means, uh, which, yeah, nobody here listening is going to be doing that. But uh, the red Tantra, great for relational romantic stuff, things like the Karma Sutra, a great place to explore this, of course. The uh, Kama Sutra, excuse me, Kama, Kama is desire. I said karma. Kama Sutra is desire. And uh, the Desire Sutra is the desire threads. So, good time for exploring deeper emotional intimacy as well and just sharing more vulnerably in relationships. Overall, very positive transit if you use it in these ways. But it can also bring about intensity and drama in relationships. So, be mindful of that. And then on December 27th, we have the full moon in Ardra. And this is a good time for emotional release or catharsis. Doing some sort of healing process. Highly recommended. Great for communication, expression, and creative pursuits. You can have transformational insights and clarity at this time. Ardra is an intense nakshatra. Uh, I actually have moon and Ardra in my own birth chart. And you might not think of me as an intense person, but I definitely had a lot of intensity and emotional uh, distress growing up and definitely a lot of activity mentally. And I'm definitely into like intense things like deep trainings. It comes out now like me going into immersive workshops and trainings, creating transformational work for others. Uh, So for everyone experiencing this full moon in Ardra, It's a time where it's really good to be doing some sort of body work or meditation or yoga practice on this day. So save that date in your calendar, December 27th. Do something that creates a space for deep emotional catharsis and release, which could be therapy, body work, healing, workshops, retreats, trainings, something like this. Just even yoga practice sometimes can have these big releases. There can be heightened sensitivity and reactivity at this time, so be careful of that and maybe some verbal misunderstandings. Then on Wednesday, December 27th, also uh, a lot of stuff happening on this day. Mercury retrograde moves into Scorpio, so it's going back further and retracing where it's been over the last month and bringing us back into lessons around personal growth and transformation, deep introspection and self-discovery. We can revisit and resolve past emotional issues so again, deep healing and catharsis is possible around this time. You can uncover hidden insights and secrets, uh, but it also can bring up some intense emotional stuff. So if you catch yourself kind of getting into a big verbal reactivity or a trigger or a conflict, know that Mercury in Scorpio could be part of that and that it will pass and it may not be the best time to address those things that you may need to step back and revisit it later. And also on December 27th, Mars into Sagittarius. And this brings a lot of energy and enthusiasm and a sense of adventure. Uh, Now the Mercury retrograde is out of Sagittarius. Mars is into Sagittarius. This can be a very driven, exciting time. Great for learning new things. Great for adventure. Great for spiritual growth. Uh, Great for travel and exploration. Uh, Pretty exciting energy to go into the new year with. And there could be some impatience or impulsivity to be aware of, and maybe some differences of beliefs and conflicts around that. Uh, We could see this on a global level of like some big political fights and religious fights and wars and things like this. But on a personal level, just keep that in check, of course. If you notice you're more reactive or hostile or angry about your beliefs and values, uh, that could just be the Mars and Sag energy. But on the positive side, though, directing it towards learning and growth and being open to new ideas and maybe going to travel somewhere where you get to explore these ideas could be very favorable for you. Check what house it's in for you to better understand all these transits, of course. And then finally, we end the year with December 30th, Jupiter going direct in Aries and Now, there's great energy for moving forward, expansion and growth, and new ideas, new initiatives, perfect for starting the new year with any intentions that you have. And I talk about in Mindful New Year how resolutions don't work. Everyone knows this, and so many people drop their resolutions. So I build things into Mindful New Year to help you navigate that and maybe have a better chance of setting intentions and having them stick. With Jupiter and Ashwini here, a great time for setting intentions for healing and growth and the next several months here in Aries for starting new projects into the new year, new ambitions, new goals, new spiritual teachers, new paths for learning. And I'll be offering some really cool things I'll be announcing at Mindful New Year. So if this is something you want to do where you know you want to go on a new learning path in 2024, deepen your astrology studies, deepen your yoga studies, spiritual path, I'll be sharing what I'm offering in 2024 at Mindful New Year and then more here on the podcast later. But great time for learning, especially in Ashwini, great time for healing work uh, going into the new year in early January, but all throughout uh, 2024 into April as Jupiter stays in Aries. There could be some overly optimism, overly optimistic thinking at this time. Uh, Beware of that. Uh, Overextending oneself, taking on too much, beware of that. And Overall, it is a very positive thing though. So great for starting new things and having lots of optimism and hopefulness going into 2024. And again, if you wanna know all the transits ahead of 2024, how to best work with it, how to review the past year, plan the next year, and set your intentions, and know that these things can adapt and change and you have the map to adapt and change. Like I say, it's like going into a new town with a GPS is something that everybody would do. You have your GPS and you know how to navigate. You would not go into a new town without a GPS, so why would you go into a new year without a map of the energy shifts throughout the year? Yes, you're always in control. You always have free will. You always have choice. You're not—it's not fatalistic or predetermined—but there are definitely energetic shifts through the year that we all feel. And if you've been listening for a while, you've definitely gone through them yourself. You know about them. Uh, so when you know those things are coming up, those curves around the road, you know how to plan for them. And you can build in time for rest and work and all the things, all the four aims of life, health, wealth, relationships, and purpose. That's what Mindful New Year is. It's a GPS for the new year. It's a map of the new year. So you can plan ahead and then adapt as you go and know that it's not fatalistic. You don't have to just be put into a box and say you can't launch something at this time. You can't travel at that time. But you know the optimal times and you can work around it and then plan for them. So mindfulnewyear.com is where you can sign up right now. We'll be going live in person tomorrow in Austin, Texas at Flow Yoga Westgate where I consider like my alma mater where I did all my training uh, for years and years and all my teaching for years and years in Austin, Texas. Uh, And I'm back there, so excited to be there again. And then 12-12-23 live on Zoom is where you can join us for the online workshop you get recordings of both if you sign up, get access to both and all sorts of bonuses. Mindfulnew.com to learn more. Thank you for listening and look forward to sharing more with you next time on the Quiet Mind Astrology Podcast.